The Notary's Unsealed podcast is brought to you by the Georgia Notary Network and Captivated Notary Marketing Solutions. Coming up on this episode. But then I realized I'm spending all this time marketing, fingerprinting. I'm not getting fingerprinting appointment as much. Won't say who they are, just demanding that I tell them how much it's going to cost them to notarize a document. And so I'm trying to help you out, but you're going to give me the documents late and then rush me. I don't, I don't, I don't work well under those conditions. Real smooth this time. We know the reason sealed. Huh? This my everyday life. Yeah. We know the reason sealed. Every day I hustle out here living it right. Go. We know the reason sealed. Put the stamp down and stop in front of the mic. Here we go. Took the game over. We yeah. home now. We soldiers. Griff, Matherin, and Q, the podcast. You can't hold us. Y'all heard the word. Y'all heard the word. What's going on, Notary World? The Notary's Unsealed podcast is back in the What's going on, everybody? We are back in the building for, I think it's been a month. We got all three yeah. of us today. Griff, Matthew, what's up, guys? Hey, what's going on, folks? <laughs> it's yeah, been a we while. Back. We back. Yeah, it's been a while. Good to be back. You know, we had some, you know, had some fun. Well, I want to say, you know, I, well, I, yeah, so I get some fun, you know. So I was away for about a week or so. And I was on my a death. A week or so? And I was on my deathbed. The week before that, so <laughs> imagine just laying up there and do a sneaky thing. <laughs> That's what that was. Oh man, so it's been rough. It's been rough. So you know, uh, so I'm feeling better. I was able oh, okay. to go out of town. Now the I'm back. Started working. The herbs time to work, man. You know, you know how it is. <laughs> Herbalist. <laughs> you know how to take the herbs. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Uh, sorry if you guys heard my dog in the background. I think I kind of excited her oh, <laughs> with that introduction. Dog, know we back. I know. She know we back. Y'all know we back. What's up, Griff? Uh, not much, man. Just chilling. Just, you know, me, I'm out here hitting these streets, doing what I got to do, taking all the signings from all the notaries who's sitting around, like bumps on the log and stuff, and doing what I got to do. You're foul here, like Captain Cape. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to treat myself to some cheesecake, man. Might as well. man, stop talking cheesecake. I don't know, man. You might as well get that cheesecake right now. I'm, I'm gonna have to hit that cheesecake up, man. I hit the wrong button. I, I meant to hit this one. <laughs> Griff, get fail. that. Um, Do something better with your life. Yeah, Griff. get that green tea cheesecake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get all. Yeah, yeah. Matthew, you don't even agree with that. We was just talking. We was just no, I know, uh, no, I don't. No, I don't. Hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, Griffin is green tea nonsense. You know, oh man, be a good mixture, man. Green tea, some green. Tea, you know, not nah, green tea nah, cheesecake. Hold up, I gotta nah, see. Don't it. It's it out there somewhere. Like it does. It does sound. sounds like diarrhea. Mm-hmm. It, it, it Griff, don't like do it. Griff, don't do it. You need some Pepto Bismol once, once you had that. Don't do it. Griff will be on. Uh, Griff will have a YouTube video next week showing us how he made it. Griff will be talking about make sure when you're out there on the road. Oh yeah, the they tongues. got it. 
I'm just um, looking at it now. No bake, match a green tea cheesecake. Okay, oh I'm gonna get some. That's that's just disgusting. yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Oh man, it looks good too. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Let's stop. See, party people, y'all, y'all, y'all. See how they be doing me. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> oh man, it looks good too. Nah, you're all set, Griff. Oh, nice and emeraldy. <laughs> Wait a second. So, all right, Griff. Griff is doing Griff things. Matherin's got the Indy 500 going on in his house right now. Um, Matherin, you've been gone for a while. So, tell the folks where you've been. I mean, you've got some explaining to do. Oh man, look, actually, I outside do. of being sick, <laughs> outside of being sick, like yeah. So, outside of being sick, you know, because we all know, you know, that weekend how bad it was for me. So we end up, you know, my wife and I end up taking a road trip. So we went down, went down North Carolina, then went down to Georgia. And, you know, I just got some stuff road done. Trip. You know, got some, got some stuff done and I was able to. <laughs> you know, Georgia's a whole different beast, man. Look, the traffic at seven o'clock in the morning, it's ridiculous. So I was able to. Some would say that is a sign of a healthy economy. Uh, well, nah, more like overpopulated and they're just, nah, it's not for me. It's not for me. But, um, beside that, you know, I was, we was able to get some stuff done, um, on the project, finally got the project going and whatnot in North Carolina. And when I was in Georgia, I know I was telling you guys about this, you know, prior to us starting for those listening, if you're in Georgia, if you get stopped at a red light, just be careful out there because those folks are serious about the hustle. I had the lady who asked me for some cash, told her I didn't have any cash. She told me she had a credit card machine, so she was ready for me to swipe my card to donate some money for her to get some food. So <laughs> she is dedicated to her. She is, she's extremely dedicated. So if you're down there in Atlanta, so be careful because they will get you. They will well, get you. You know what? This should be a lesson. For you people out there that are just getting started in your notary business, if you yourself do not have a way of accepting credit cards <laughs> and, and somebody hustling bottles of water on the side of the road does, Come on, you, may not, you, 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 you might want to rethink this whole business yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, but now, be, be, beside that, you know, it was definitely a good trip, man. Much needed, you know, time away. You know, um, tried. I we we stopped by at this restaurant called Biscuit Head, and um, right. <laughs> Biscuit Head I think in South Carolina it was really good, man. It was it was it was pretty good. <laughs> what did uh What did you order? I ordered. I think I ordered a filthy animal. So it was it was a biscuit, and within it. They had, I think the one my wife had had eggs. Um, she had eggs and some veggies or, or whatnot. Mine had pretty much the same thing with without the eggs because I don't really do eggs. So now let me ask you something: Were you like, were you in like Atlanta, Georgia, where it's more city, or are we talking like the country, Georgia? Like, how big was this plate of food that you got? Oh, when I was in Atlanta, um, we checked out Barney, breakfast at Barney's. And then I end up getting, <laughs> yeah, breakfast at Barney's. That that was a pretty, that was a good place. That was that that was definitely 
one of the best breakfast spots that I've had when I was down there. Um, plates were decent. You know, price it, it was not overpriced. Uh, but were they big? Was it, was it a big service? Yes, definitely was a big sorry. I think I left them a review that same day. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up leaving them a review, and but no, nah, it was definitely great, man. It was great to be back down south. Every time I go down south, man, like I, like I feel at home. When I say at home, for those who don't know, I kind of you know I grew up in Florida, so every time I'm closer to Florida, you know, just the air, the quality of air, I feel like it's different. The people is different. And I just oh, yeah. enjoy, you know, I just enjoy it. But um, so if you ever in downtown South Carolina, check out Biscuit Head. They are pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what my oh is it my seventh grade history teacher used to call us. He was Biscuit Head. Oh man, it was the funniest thing in the world. The little, little, little old black lady. Really? Yeah. When you act up in a fool, you like. Q, will you shut up and stop talking in the class, you biscuit head? <laughs> well, yeah, nah, man. The trip was good. You know, the trip was good overall, man. So we just. She used to also say she throw biscuits at, at her head, yeah. too. I'm going to hit you in the head with a biscuit. <laughs> yeah, so beside that. How was the kids while you was down there? Oh, the kids was good. It was good. They were, you know, they were back home with my brother in law and my sister in law okay. came through. They was chilling. Yeah, yeah, they were chilling. Like I, I think they call us maybe the first day that we left. After that, we didn't hear back from them. It's like, <laughs> you know, they had they out here, so they only call us when they were going to bed, and that's about it. Okay. You know, and then um, they recently, I was telling Griff, I finally break through um, his Virginia market. I got a property under contract down there. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, that's good. I finally got one in your, I finally got one in your state, Griff. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. How, how far from Griff are you? Is it? Uh, about three or four hours. <laughs> oh, that's a good, that's a good hike. How about that, man? You just got to pay me to be your notary. <laughs> three to four <laughs> hours from Griff. Deep in the pocket, man. 700, man. 700. <laughs> yeah. That might be a little bit more than that because you're talking three or four hours. That's an eight-hour trip. Yeah, oh, that's just yeah. Nah, nah, I mean, he actually want me to do the same. <laughs> and and then drive with the docks. <laughs> no, you gonna have to come. Yeah, yeah. Griff coming yeah. up with, with the just reserve monthly, me. Just reserve your seven hundred payment for your rental. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, making a whole monthly rental payment. That one trip. <laughs> yeah, shoot. I go. Oh man, yeah, but that's not you know you know it's been like I said it's been uh, it's been pretty. Past few weeks been pretty good, you know. Like I said, I'm yeah, I'm feeling a lot better, so good to be back on here with your fellas. See what's been going on in these northern streets. Awesome. Ain't much, man. I mean, it's the same thing, you know. People still being timid about going out here and doing things. Um, they keep making excuses to to not to do the work and stuff comes to them and then they don't take it and they, you know they call people and should i take that and you know like you didn't no i, I want to find out first it's like yeah that's not that find now. out <laughs> yeah it's a little late now it's like i ain't want to do it in case they might try to trip me up i'm like i doubt it they really are sitting here saying they're gonna trip you up you know they they gotta get the deal done so um 
it's still the same thing, man. I mean, the same the same stuff, the, the real estate industry there, trying to find ways to make sure people can um, get into a home, you know, with the mortgages and stuff, coming up with different programs, which I said several months ago they would. Um, that's just how it works. As crazy as an idea it is to do an interest-only loan, you got to understand somebody's going to do it. Same thing with this 1% down and now 100% financing somebody is going to hop out there and jump on it and we as notaries we just got to be ready to to do it you know to do the deal and not worry about the circumstances like if that's what that person feels is best for them and their family at that time to do this this deal it's got nothing to do with us yeah i mean that's on them so so the, the the talking heads, they're like, hey, don't buy the house, don't this, that, and the other. I'm like, buy the house, go ahead on buy it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> because if they don't buy it, then that, that affects us, you know? So, I mean, and that's clear people don't look, I put it this way. As of night, the recording of this video, I mean, I say that, I'm trying not to say video. <laughs> the recording of this oh, year, I've done over. Are we, are we gonna call this the podcast, like the YouTube? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> recording on the podcast. The podcast. <laughs> I done did so on, far this year on the year. microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> recording on the microphone. I done did. What? I done did That's crazy. Over a hundred purchases this year. You done did over a hundred what? Purchases. I've I've done a hundred purchase closings this year. Oh. Last year I did ninety seven for the whole year twenty twenty two. Wow! I'm already at a hundred, probably over a hundred right now. For this year, and this is just the first week of June, so that tells you that people are buying houses out there. Um, it may not make sense to other people, but it makes sense to that person. So. But we also I'm have to take into consideration. But Griff, mm -hmm. we also have to take into consideration. Um, you know, your numbers are going to be inflated because of the market that you're in. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and for you guys listening out there, you you got to keep that in perspective. You know, just because you're in a big city, you may be in a big expensive city that people are trying to move out of, and, and, and you know, or real estate isn't moving, or or you're in a slow town, and you're a couple towns away from a big city and it's just slow there you're not going to get the same numbers that griff gets griff's in a vacation spot so where is military yeah the military Mil people military here. and vacation you know there's a lot of transient people coming in and out of that area purchasing vacation homes purchasing temporary housing that they know that they're only going to be in for two or three years and and, and dump it so just don't don't say you know don't i don't want you guys to get down on yourself when you're saying oh i can only get 20 a month there might only be 20 in your area for you to grab and that's a harsh reality that you may have to consider yeah that is true yeah i mean that's why i've been always telling y'all grab what you can and it'll all work out i mean i'm looking at my numbers so far i've done 42 helocs this year last the whole last year 2022 all i did was 37 so then you now the refis are down i did over 400 refis last year i'm just barely at 79 right now so 
you know, you just have to go with the flow and everybody's worrying about the type of loan. I don't care yeah, about don't the type worry of loan. About it. Don't none of that even matters. Matters. I just concern myself with the fact that I got the opportunity to make money. People are like, well, what type of loans do you prefer? <laughs> the one that don't, pays it me. don't matter. The, the one that that's gonna pay me within two weeks. <laughs> right. That's all I care about because we're there to notarize. And if you understand what we're there for, we're not there based off of the type. We're there because whatever they whatever those people sign in needs our stamp. Period. That's all this is. What they got on there, what, what we're bringing to them or what they have to present us, if it's a general notary work, as we so call it, then if they got a notarial section on there, then we're in the game. We're there. Okay, cool. Unless it's a loan application. Other than that, we're just there because they got something on that document that requires our stamp, irregardless of what the document is. So a lot of people worried about the wrong thing, and that's how you miss out. I'm good. I'm just going to keep plugging away and doing what I got to do. I've done 338 so far this year. Wow, that's impressive. That's pretty good. That's yeah. it. I think, you know, the one thing that everybody should take away from Griff is that when those alerts come in, can you take it or not? If you can take it, press yes. If you can't, press no. Don't, that's it. Don't worry about, you know, what kind of loan packages it is. Oh, well, this How many is a pages? refi. So I should be charging more for a refi than I should. Don't worry yeah. about it. Just do, just do the work. Yeah, because what Griff always say, you know, <clears throat> the numbers add up, you know, regardless, you know, if you if you do the signing, let's say you do this week, you average $90. Then the following week, you average $80. Following week, you average $125. At the end of the day, once those net 30s or next 60s, I'm sure that's out there. Once those come in and hit your account, they add up. So definitely take the signings, take the appointment as they come, you know, unless you are. Oh, man, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> you know, unless unless the fee, let's say, you know, it, it, uh, unless it's going to take you two to three hours to get to the location and the fee just doesn't make sense. But if it's something in your area, refi, helocs, buyers. Yeah, but the just thing about that, Matherin, is you should already know that because once you click on the link that they send you to your text message and you open up SnapDocs or you open up signing order, it tells you the location. Mm -hmm. You should already know the areas that you service and uh, have a good general idea about your area and how long it's going to take you to get somewhere. You mm -hmm. know what the travel is going to be as soon as you see it. Yeah, no, which you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, because sometimes that's how I determine if I'm going to pick up a signing or not. It's based on that location. You know, the fee might be decent, but... You know, if it's required two or three hours, you know, it might, you know, kind of outweighs everything. Or even if it's 45 minutes away, you can look and say, you know what, for that, I either I can do it because I don't have anything else going on today and there's nothing else that I can do better with my time. So let me just go out and get out of this, this funk because mm -hmm. sometimes just going and doing something gets you out of a rut. Yeah, absolutely. Or you choose not to do it because you know what, that's 45 minutes there, an hour with them. 45 minutes back that's a lot of time dedicated to something that just doesn't seem like it's worth it for me right now mm -hmm. you're right you're right you know but it's yeah but you know the signings all coming in you know like you were saying you know you just have to be mindful of your area of, you know the um 
the amount of flow that's coming through your area just pick them up you know at, at, at the end of the day if you are in this business i'm sure you're not just here just to help you also want to produce some source of income so just pick up the signing guys and they are going to add up but that's look we have to get to 77 last month without picking up the signings <laughs> so so he didn't magically get to set he didn't magically get like, to 77. Griff is like yeah. Jim Carrey and yes man he just says yes to everything <laughs> yes yes I can do that yes yes of course yes oh yeah two yeah. hours away yes yep. yes i got you he's a, he's as consistent as the cable guy too yeah. <laughs> cable guy would be there for you no matter what <laughs> all right so today we're going to talk about some whys um and the whys that we're going to be talking about are some of the services that we each just choose not to really dedicate too much time to or effort into growing um as a part of our business now matherin i know that one of yours and yeah you're going first because you've been going for two weeks and griffin i have <laughs> had to hold this down matter of fact we should make him talk this entire episode <laughs> anyway no you're right um matherin so i know that you offer a fingerprinting business but that's hasn't really i haven't really seen you pushing that we're talking about it much why don't you talk to us about um you know the fingerprinting aspect of your notary business or you know that that you run alongside of your notary business how that's fared for you and why aren't you really pushing that service anymore man to be honest with you um i want to say during during the pandemic um there was a lot of business that was coming through with uh fingerprinting um, I was getting calls left and right, you know, weeks in and weeks out regarding people getting new, um, new employment, people that are, that's relocating, applying for licensing. But over a period of time, what I've noticed is the number of calls I was getting for fingerprinting kind of died down. Because what people need to understand is if you are providing manual ink fingerprinting, unless the company that your customer is applying to or getting those documents to, unless they specifically ask for ink fingerprinting, then they don't have to call you. They can just go to one of those um, shops that does the digital one and get it done. So I know for, for some background, for, for some some background information, like for, for the FBI and for different licensing, they might require ink fingerprinting. But what I noticed when the numbers start dying down, you know, because I was heavily marketing fingerprinting. I was, that's because I was getting it. That's because I was doing, you know, at least 125 to 150 a pop. So probably take me less than an hour. So I was heavily marketing it within my area. But then I realized mm -hmm. I'm spending all this time marketing fingerprinting. I'm not getting fingerprinting appointment as much. So, so what I did, I just, I have it up. You know, if you go on my website or if you follow me, you'll see that I still service it. I do get calls, um, every now and then regarding someone who needs um, manual fingerprinting. And what yeah, people also need to realize is based on your town, the police department do it for free. <laughs> 
business. Right, which is what a lot of people say about the notary business. <laughs> yeah. You know, based on your bank, the bank will do. Exactly. So now, once people, um, like, I've recommended people to the police department. As crazy as that might sound, like, if I don't have the time for it and I know I cannot get to your location, I'll simply ask them, have you called your police department? No, call them. Like, some folks might be like, okay, that's you losing money. But to me, it's, I'm not losing money. I'm actually saving myself from, let's say, if it was like an hour and a half drive, to just like we were talking about, the amount of time travel versus what I can charge just doesn't add up. So when it comes to fingerprinting, I, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to advertise it as much, but I do offer it. If somebody looked up fingerprinting services in my area, I will show up. But, you know, I just noticed there was a complete shift on the like the amount of people that was calling for fingerprinting and which is by which, you know, that happens. That happened within business. I know we are seeing it now with the loan signing stuff, signing agent, whatever you guys are calling it nowadays. But, you know, I had to back away from it because he was not producing as much as I was marketing it for. So, in essence, the fingerprinting thing was a side hustle. Oh, yeah. Definitely, yeah, definitely was a side hustle because, you know, um, a couple of years ago, I was just looking for different ways for me to bring it in income. And the fingerprinting thing was huge. Everybody was talking about it. So, I went out, learned about it, did my research. I took a course on it, learned the basic, and I just went out there. And for a while, it was producing a great amount of income. But now it kind of died down unless, again, if the company your customer is applying to, unless they specifically ask for manual fingerprinting. If, if, they, don't need man, if they don't need manual fingerprinting, especially in my state, I cannot do it. Like if they want a digital fingerprinting, they have to go to the shop. So that's why you also have to understand whether your state allows you to do the digital fingerprinting or the manual ink fingerprinting. In my state, I can only do manual ink. So if they don't need manual ink, guess who ain't getting paid? <laughs> and, and your experience with this, I think is really important um, for us to kind of talk about just because, because it was a side hustle Look at how, I'm not saying it was easy, but look at how easy it was for you to get away from doing fingerprinting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't something that your heart was in. It wasn't something that, you know, you said, I'm going to go 100% into this because you saw the wave. You made a little, you made your money. Yep. And as soon as it wasn't profitable, you said, ah, I can go ahead and let this go. Yeah. Yeah, which you were absolutely right. It was just it was just a tool that was needed at that time. You know, it was in demand at that time. And I made sure I got on top of it and I I did what I had to do. I made the money that I needed to make and then now it's like, All right, we out of here. It's like a bad ex. <laughs> <laughs> But I think a lot of y'all is kind of going through that with the notary business right now, where it wasn't something that you really were passionate about. You know, Griff is passionate about being a notary. 
you know, back in 2650 BC when Griff was walking around, <laughs> he was a, a little tyke. <laughs> um, you know, and he witnessed the first notarization. He said, I am going to grow up to be great one of those <laughs> and that's and, yeah. and that's where griff is yeah, pretty much you know ushering it through you know the history of the world you know from stone tablets to blood to candlesticks <laughs> to ring siglets and everything else you oh, know griff man. has got it covered um you know griff yeah. loves this business he loves being a notary you didn't love fingerprinting you uh, know and no. i think what? and i think that you know for for the for the listeners out there you know, you can invest in training. You can get yourself hyped right. up. You can, you know, invest in uh, buying confidence from conversations that these notary groups have and everything else. Because that's what—that's really what you're doing. Um, <clears throat> you're gonna come to a, a really quick realization, though, that you don't love this business. Yeah, yeah. Which is, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, as soon as it starts getting a little bit tough. Soon as things ain't flowing as smooth as you thought it was, or as they told you it was, then you are like, I'm out. I, I need to find something else. So you don't have any what, what some people call it, you don't have any stick to itness to you. You know, you can't stick with it. Um, you can't stick with anything that's unsure. So you're like, okay, I'm out. And then when things happen to turn around, then you're like, well, I'm going to come back to it. And then you're constantly going back and forth, back and forth. Do they call and, that, um, would that be referred to today as, or would this be a symptom of, hmm, what's the right way to, to ask this question, of serial entrepreneurship? Because you have a lot of people today saying, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Is that just an excuse because they haven't picked one thing to stick to? That could be, depending on the person. Um, it, it can go both ways. It can be a person who honestly just likes starting businesses or a person who is trying to find that one thing that can bring them in consistent levels of re revenue and they're just hopping on anything that they can and they'll play with it until it's no more. Other serial entrepreneurs will keep their businesses. They will keep the stuff that they have and continue to, you know, grow them, but they will actually be active in as much of it as they can. So they're actually bringing in money from all of it. Other serial entrepreneurs, they're just out here, just jumping on stuff. And then the moment it just wings just a little bit slow, then they run to something else and then they go back to it and then you know they're they're all of a sudden they're back on social media promoting it and then they're not anymore so those serial entrepreneurs those are the dangerous ones um that you have to stay away from um because you could say some of the millionaires and billionaires are out there are serial entrepreneurs because they got multiple businesses but they have an infrastructure set up to where they can they can actually make money from all of them. Most serial entrepreneurs ain't making money from all of them consistently. But usually there's one main vehicle. Mm -hmm. Correct. Right. So unless you find that, like, I don't I don't know if I would classify that as serial entrepreneurship versus just undecisive, you know, having no, you know, you're just kind of feeling your way through it. 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah, there, yeah, I, I agree. There's the people they just trying to feel their way, way through it. Um, well, I, well, I will say this. I think most people who are serious about being serial entrepreneurs, they actually lead the W-2 world. Right. You can't be a serial entrepreneur and be still given 40 hours plus at your job because there's just not enough time in a day for the job, the business, and family. So and also opportunity. You, really, you got to have time for opportunity. Right, for the other opportunities that come to do the work. You know, um, and that's why so many people are always trying to get people to work for them and to do stuff for them. And that could be a dangerous thing because people want, they want to get paid. And if you're not bringing in the revenue, now you just got somebody on the book sucking you dry because you still got to pay them. Now you're paying them out of your W-2 money and you ain't taking care of your, your, your normal household expenses. So... Yeah, this thing, everybody's worrying about being a serial entrepreneur, having multiple streams of income. And on my YouTube channel, I've talked about that a lot, that you have to be able to handle it. And most people, they can't even handle going to work every day, dealing with their family life. That right there is too much for them. So how are you going to jump over and being uh, an entrepreneur with five or six businesses that requires at least seven hours a day of you putting into them collectively right. on top of everything else. I mean, it's just not feasible because you don't have the infrastructure within you and within your family to support it. And you and you just out here trying to get bragging rights in front of everybody else. But that's exactly what it is. And then they burn out. That's, <clears throat> that's exactly what it is. Because they are going by social media trends. <laughs> Everybody's right. saying you need six, seven figure income, um, you know, multiple streamer income. And we're not saying that multiple streamer income is bad, but, you know, just like you and Griff, uh, just like they're saying, you need to have that foundation. And if you don't have the time, you don't have the time. You know, it makes it extremely, extremely difficult for you to focus on let's say for for example <coughs> us as an orders it's extremely difficult for you to focus on being a wedding officiant or providing fingers printing services or providing i don't know uh, mobile car detailing you know if you're trying to have that multiple stream of income if um if the if you don't have your foundation structured properly which i've heard q talked about it mm. in the past i've heard griff talked about it in the past then when right. those other side hustles that you are trying to get done when you're not getting any services from them then you're trying to go back to your supposedly main like your your main business such as being a noted public then you've gone so far away from being a noted public in that main business that you have not given any thought on how to actually improve it because you've been so busy trying to branch out knowing you're not ready to branch out but social media is telling you to branch out everybody's showing you a course that you can branch out to this branch out to that and when everything else fails you're trying to come back to your main business it doesn't work because you didn't dedicate you didn't dedicate enough time to it for you to allow it to grow so i think that's a huge issue you don't have time to at that point and you don't have the heart either 
you know, you, it's one of those things where you can only serve one master. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and, and yeah, that's true. If you can't give your all to one, you know, it's like the jack of all trades. You know, a jack of all trades is great, but you're a master of none. So, you know, masters of their fields get paid the most. That's why they say become an expert. You know, keep track of those 10,000 hours. But do you really think folks nowadays are even spending half of that trying to master something? No. No. <laughs> no, I mean. Because I've seen the changes. Like, I've seen people, not just in the notary industry, also in the real estate industry, that will start off with doing this one thing, and three months later, they jump into the next thing. Then three months after that, they jump into the next thing. The next thing, you know, they're not accomplishing anything. Like, Well, you, we see it every month here in the notary business. We've got somebody popping out with something new every single month. Mm-hmm. You know, it's let's just, let, let's yeah. try to let's try to uh, pitch this course for seventy five dollars this month, and then the next month we're gonna pitch this course on this for one hundred and twenty five dollars. And every month it's something different, but they're they haven't mastered anything, not one thing. Right. Yeah. Don't forget. Don't forget when they changed that one hundred twenty five dollar course to five dollars special. <laughs> and, and, and real quick, I don't want to stay on courses too long, but you know what? I am so scared for new notaries coming into the business right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the reason why is artificial intelligence is allowed people to create books and Griff, you've experimented with this on your own just to see what oh, it can yeah. do. People are creating courses by typing in a two-sentence paragraph into ChatGPT or some type of artificial intelligence um, simulation and coming up with entire courses and turning around and selling it to you. They're they're writing books using artificial intelligence and turning around and selling it to you. (laughs) That's a new hustle, huh? You could write your own yeah, book. Like literally, you could go on ChatGPT and get trained on how to be a notary in 15 minutes mm-hmm. for free. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, you can actually go in there and and I played around with it. Yeah, we played around with it together. I ain't gonna tell y'all what book I Not wrote, like that. No, but, no, I wrote no, no, but I wrote a book. I ain't gonna tell y'all what it is <laughs> and I might just publish it. <laughs> I'm just being real with y'all, I mean, but there was some inaccuracies in there and there was a lot of stuff i was like okay yeah but it because it doesn't really take the essence of what you really know right you know it doesn't take the essence of what you really really know um and and here's what i've learned sometimes it's it puts it takes more effort to edit something that's wrong than to just go ahead on and do it right the first time right so you're sitting here and some program is telling you what it thinks you you mean doesn't know what you mean but it telling you what it thinks it means you mean and you're like okay well that's like you're 30 where i want now i gotta spend time changing all of what you got wrong into what needs to be correct right <clears throat> whereas i could have just did it the way I needed to be done from the get go. And sometimes it's harder to sit there. That's why plagiarizing is hard. You know, it's hard to sit there and take somebody else's work 
and then create it into something that's yours, you know, um, and you could sit there and write something very nice and chat GPT or all this AI stuff will sit there and say, well, nah, what you wrote, nope, it's not good. It needs to be tweaked. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I like the way it is. And it'll tell you, you should tweak it anyway. And, and that's, that's just some, that's a mess, you know? So yeah, I feel sorry for the new people coming in. I feel sorry for them. 100. So Griff, what's a service that uh, you don't put too much effort into and why? Um, for me right now, it is general notary work. And I know a lot of people are really hopping on that. But when it comes to the general notary work, I don't really mess with it too much because of the vibe of the people who are asking for my services in my area. And again, it could be different in yours. In my area, I routinely get people just calling me out of the blue, won't say who they are, just demanding that I tell them how much it's going to cost them to notarize a document. It's like, well, I got this one document. How much is that going to cost me? How much do you do notarizations for? And I'm like, okay, well, can you tell me what document you have? How many notarizations do you need? Look, I just need to know how much. And and I'm sitting there, okay, well, first of all, I don't even know who you are. What's your name? This, and they don't want to tell you anything nope. about themselves, but they want you to give them this price. And then they want to demand that you show up at a particular time, at a particular place. And I'm sitting here like, no, nah, I can't come right now. Okay, well then by yep. click, I you get know, those a lot. they will sit there. Yeah. Or the worst part is they'll sit there and talk to you, say, yes, I'm going to use your services. Your price is right. It's fair and all of that. And then when you call them back, they won't give you the address. And then when you call them for the address, they act like they can't pick up the phone. Oh, I, I already got it taken care of. Wait a minute. I just cleared my whole schedule mm-hmm. so I could come and take care of you. And you want to do me like this? Nah, forget that. <laughs> you know, block so, them, block uh, them, because that's why that, like, my list of block that I have for you know potential clients, it's it's anonymous. Mm-hmm. Like it's it it's enormous. It's like they, just like you say, Griff. They call, get all the information, schedule the appointment, then you follow up. Then they say they're already taking care of people like that. I block them. If you call me, ask me for close right. multiple times. Like, like if you call me yesterday, you ask for a call, you call me today again, thinking that I do not remember you or the type of document. Look, you get it blocked. Simple as that. Those are time wasters. Wow. Yeah. So I, yeah, so I've, that's what I'm doing. I mean, if the opportunity comes up and things are right, yes. I mean, I get people call me all the time. Even some of the signing companies, they'll just call and I'll say, hey, just, I'll say, you know, Griffin Notary Services, and they'll start just talking to me and won't tell me who they are. They'll just start asking like, yeah, um, we got this closing on this date. And I'm like, excuse me, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. And your name? And then they act like they're surprised that I'm asking them their name. Like, why are you asking me? I'm like, because I don't know who you exactly. are. I'm not your W-2 where you can just call and say, hey, Fred, come in to work right now. I know it's your day off. Get your buddy in here now. (laughs) It don't work like that. I'm like, if you call me, let me know who you are. And people want to know who I am. And I won't tell them. things like, I'll say Griffin Notary Service. Hey, can I speak to Stephen Griffin? And I'm like, and you are? 
well, I'm looking for Steve McGriff. I, I know who you're looking for, but who are you? I, ask, I, I do that all the time. Are. People always ask me the question. I'm sorry, who is this? And what, what is your purpose for calling? Why can I speak to them? It and, doesn't matter. Who are you? You call on my phone. Yeah. Right. And they seem to, and they don't think that they need to identify themselves but they want you to identify yourself. And I'm like, I don't know if you fishing for information, social, you know, what they call it, that social um, engineering, trying to pull piece. I don't yeah. know if you are business and you're calling, hey, this is John from such and such title company. I'm looking for Stephen Griffin because I have this work for him. They act like they don't know how to do that. They can't do that whatsoever. But then if you call them first thing, they're like, whoa, 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 stop. What's the order number? What's this exactly. What's the property address? Exactly. I'm like, come on now. So if you want that from me, then give me that. I want the same from you. So when I call, I I, I identify myself. I Yeah, this is Stephen Griffin, Griffin Notary. I have a um, closing for your client, last name Burns, this, that, and the other. I told exactly. I give them all of that. This is exactly why I'm calling you. Hi, my name is Quentin Smith. I represent Q the the Notary. Um, I have such and such, you know, whatever. I don't do. I don't. I don't. I don't do those. Yeah, that's it. You know, nothing like that no more. So it's all. It's all about being professional. It's how you treat. It's how you treat others. Right. Yeah, so, so yeah, with the, um, and then I sort of want to let go of the house inspections, but they're starting to pop back up. <laughs> um, now you can't let that go, Griff. <laughs> we all I know you, know. we all know you on YouTube, guys. Mr. House Inspection, come on now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's days, man, it's like, they, cause some of them, they like, hell, cause they, again, even with the house inspections, they got, people who are doing them and the folk won't show up they won't do them and it's like okay and they'll be contacting me like so when are you going to do that i'm like i'm gonna get to it you know i'm like shoot i got three signers to do today i'm gonna squeeze y'all in and see during the summertime is <clears throat> for me it's easier because most of the time i'm not doing any signings after six o'clock so sunset ain't till 8 20. i go knock it out but you know they're like well well can you do it i'm like no, I got other work. I'm like, okay, you're only paying me $20 a pop. It ain't like you know, your $20, you know, house inspection is paying a whole lot of bills if I just do this one. Like it's barely, Collectively, it's barely covering the gas to get to there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, so you're asking me to like drop everything that I'm doing just for this one house inspection. I'm like, I'm going to get to it <clears throat> and even with the signings you know there's a couple of times you know people do the same thing but when it comes to work that i'm doing i mean even with the loan closing stuff you know i've even stopped responding to some of the orders because they don't never pick me it's a couple of companies i say yes and they won't pick me so i just stop i just say no to them now i don't even say i'm available anymore because i already know they're not gonna select me if they did i probably would have about 90 closings in a month you know you so sad when you said that might as well block them just block them <laughs> did, you, did you hear the way he said they said they never picked me <laughs> yeah. they picked me i was like what's wrong with y'all Griff, got like, sideline stories <laughs> i was like what? i'm like y'all know i'm like do you know who you passing up on i'm like 
I'm like the Hampton Roads number one notary, and you going back. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's like if y'all watch my YouTube videos, I did a video on y'all not picking me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the general notary work, I get it, and, I, and in my opinion, a lot of people are shifting to that because they don't want to be in folks' homes no more. There's a lot of people. And, and look, don't change nothing. There are a lot of people. There are a lot of people that got phobias with this. I'm finding out. They're calling me and tell they, they seriously got phobias and issues. But I think part of that is that folk have made, especially the ladies, made ladies notaries think that if they go into this person's house, they're going to get assaulted. Something bad is going to happen to them. And not saying that that's not a valid. I, come on, Griff. Hold on. Come on. 80% female. We're not saying that that is not a valid thought. Because, because right, we're not is, saying because that. it is a valid thought. It is a valid thought. But my other part is I haven't heard anybody making the statement that this has been happening to them. Even some of the fellows have said this to me also. But I'm like, okay, it's a valid concern. But then when you compare other industries, out here the real estate you know the realtors and they're going into homes and stuff by themselves they're meeting people at a home on the weekend just them no secure i'm like okay i'm trying to and they got their names plastered everywhere pictures all of that you know where they work everything and they still go out and do the work but then i'm hearing notary saying Nah, I don't want to be in people's homes. So I'm sitting here like, okay. But then we keep talking about safety for notaries. And I'm like, well, what's the point of keep talking about safety for notaries when the notaries are like, we're not going to do it. So we're going to do general notary work so we can meet people at the library. When's the last, you know, what's, what's the last time you saw on the news a notary being attacked in somebody's house? So I haven't. I haven't. Never. I've never. I've heard about <laughs> I've heard about uncomfortable situations. Yeah, I've heard about uncomfortable situations, but I never heard about no, nothing happened to a notary in some. Yeah, never, same ever. here. Right. Ever. Yeah, I have not. You know, I um, go to Walmart every day. How many Walmart shootings have been? A lot. <laughs> it's been a lot. Of Walmart right. Shootings. I'll still go to so, Walmart. Yeah, it's a valid concern. But, but, <laughs> but see, the, you know, we said. Here's the question, then. We say it's a valid concern. The question is, is it a valid concern about notary safety because there's a valid concern or because somebody said that's what they're concerned about. So they're projecting it on the whole industry and telling everybody you need to be careful Um, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. When marketing, telling people to join into this business and knowing that the majority of the people who are going to hop in are young ladies. But then we're telling them, you come into this business, you might get attacked. That doesn't make sense to me. I'm telling you to come into a business where you might get attacked. So once you come in, give me your money. Now I'm telling you, oops, by the way, I don't know if you really want to go into those people's houses because something bad might happen to you. Well, my thing is, okay, if you knew this before I came into it, why didn't you say that? Why Why did you wait till after I came in and spent money and bought a printer? Now you're going to tell me, oh, I need to be careful because something might yeah, get me. Exactly. And this is, now, and then this is talking about, ain't even talking about doing it at nighttime, just, just doing the daytime. So I'm not saying that you don't be concerned, but is the concern valid? 
because it's actually happening or is it a concern because somebody said that it could happen and they got you thinking twice about doing it so then if you don't do the loan closings you don't go in somebody's house and you don't have enough title companies that are able to bring all the notaries in the world into their office to do it safely which I got a story about that. <laughs> you cannot, then it doesn't make sure. Then how do you, you can't make enough money doing just general notary work sometimes because then everybody's running to that. And even with that, the in-house, a lady contacted me about a year ago telling me that she was had text messages and emails from a title company owner pushing up on her. Wow. So with the with the when you're working direct, you are more to me, you're in a position to where you could be approached by a manager or somebody yeah. in that office trying to get up on yeah, you because that you're not an employee and they may have, you know, guidelines about employee employee situations. So. You, right, but when you're not an employee, they're like, "Hey, we can kick it," you know. And she was married, Jeez. and he knew she was married. Yeah, she's married. He knew she was married, and she was, and he was still trying to roll up on her. But with a signing company, the signing company owner is never going to be pushing up on me unless they look at my picture and they be like, "Okay, well, Griffin, little cutie, which I am," and then they gonna be like, "All right, you know." But most of the time, somebody come get Griff. Come get Griff, man. <laughs> The signing company owner, for the most himself, part, is not even in our city. <laughs> they not even in our Griff's city. So, oh man, I know that's right. Got my stuff all trimmed up. Hey, hey look, I mean, they might want to, they might hop on a plane and fly, but then they gonna run into Miss G. So, oh, yeah. I ain't worried about <laughs> it. But that's my thing. I mean, is it valid? So people are running to doing general notary work. But then is there enough general notary work? But at the end of the day, if you don't know how to do your notarizations properly, I'm telling you, you put yourself in a position to go do estate planning and working with attorneys and all of that. And they see you don't know how to notarize nothing. They're going to be so quick to get rid of you. And then that hurts the, the notary business because the not because them attorneys like, you know what? These traveling notaries don't <laughs> know what they're doing. doing. Exactly. Yeah, those mobile notaries don't know what they're doing. We're just going to stick with people in-house. Yeah, we're just going to hire somebody. We're, we're, we're going to send our secretary off to get trained and because um, mm -hmm. we're already paying her. So we'll just add that onto our list of duties. Yeah, because they do that. Give her $3 more yeah, an hour. $3 <laughs> more an hour. You can use it on the side if she wants to, whatever. But we'll just do that because she's already working in the office. She's always here and she'll do exactly what we want her to do. Exactly. Yeah. Simple as that. That's it. So... Yeah, but yeah, the general notary work is um is on my back burner. I even turned off my um, thumbtack and all of that stuff. Yeah, see, um, I recently did that too. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I've had a good run with thumbtack, you know, but the past few months, man, folks will contact me and schedule your appointment, and when it's time to make that deposit, they don't make that deposit. Now I already yeah. paid the lead. Now you wasted my time. I'm like, you know what? Let me just take a break from that because it varies by region. You know, I think you mentioned really that. Does. Yeah, Q mentioned that a few episodes ago because I know people out west is more successful out west versus here. So um, I have success in it. I've had success in it, but past few months, just you know, 
it's just not working it's not working i'm like okay let me just remove it from here for for now and then if i if there's a need for it i'll put it back up but google is still my best friend so <laughs> good yeah you know that's one of those things i think i seen my first thumbtack advertisement a couple weeks ago um in this area but we do see a lot of the uh angie um ads out here so it's like it's not it's not really something that they're advertising if you know you know it's a great service mm -hmm. um if you know about it but it's it's not really being pushed out to the masses like that no not at all yeah and for me it's just still being available just being available being cordial to people nice and everything that's really where it comes in because there are a lot of people if you search notary near me in my area I don't even show up on the list, but people will pick me because by the, when they call all those other notaries, those other notaries are like, oh, well, um, I can't, well, um, uh, uh, and then they start trying to overcharge people for every little thing. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to charge you for the fact that I picked up the phone to talk to you mm -hmm. and I'm thinking about doing it. And then I'm gonna charge you for just sitting in my car and just turning it on to come to you. And that's why in my marketing, I say, I don't charge convenience. I never charge convenience fees because that's going. That's my way of undercutting. I just say straight up undercutting all those other notaries who charging convenience fees. And then they say, well, why you don't charge convenience fees? Because it's not legal for us to do that in Virginia. Right. Yes, it's not in our handbook, but they really tell us straight up, all we can charge is, the, the, the normal stand fee for face-to-face -face and a, a travel fee that we agree upon. That's it. It doesn't tell us we can charge convenience fee. We can't charge technology fees for our Ron stuff. Right. So it's just the $25. And to me, $25 and you doing five or six notarization, that is good for e-notary because other states don't even get the charge. They may charge 10 or 15, but we get a full 25 in Virginia. I'll take the 25 yeah, and I'll all. be happy with that. Yeah, you know, but yeah, the general notary work. Oh, oh, let me put this out on the thing here. And then I know Q gonna tell us his thing. For any notary out there who needs their, their um, notary after the application to become a notary notarized and you having a hard time let me know i can do it via ron a couple of notaries have hit me up and i'm gonna do it for and i'm gonna do it for free now if you want to pay me something that's on you whoa. but i will do whoa. it for free whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa stop right there wait free? a minute wait a minute you <laughs> mm-hmm there's a couple of notaries have hit me up. Um, I've never really talked about it before. Maybe I did. I don't, I don't know. Think but, you have uh, yeah, but a couple of notaries have called me up and was like, hey, I need um, my notary application done and um, I want you to do it. And I was like, well, you know, you could go to the library UPS and they was like, I want you to do it. Gotta be Griff. You gotta get okay. Griff approved. It, it was like, it gotta be me. Yeah. So I said, no problem. So they had it filled out. They sent it to me. It wasn't signed. And then I filled out, you know, I tagged it all up and got them online. Bam, bam. I mean, we was online for probably three to five minutes. They did their thing and we was good to go. 
and that was it nice. you know cut me in um and they paid me something but i told them they didn't have to and i think no one paid me and the other one didn't i told him i said you don't have to but one insisted so i was like okay here's my cash out but if you're stuck and the reason why i'm, I'm offering that because a young lady she's probably my age she said that um somebody was supposed to have done that for her in her city she's not in my city and the person basically did not come through for her she eventually got it done but they was trying to market and push other stuff on her she like look i just need you to do this here i don't need to buy something from you stop trying to sell me stuff and you told me you would notarize my notary application and they never did because they was trying to market some other stuff to her. So I said, well, you know what? I'm gonna just let the notaries know if you need this done, I'll do it. Shoot out your grill. Mm -hmm. There you go. I'll do it because, you know, you might not be able to find anybody. Go to the bank and they might not want to do it. So you need it. Just hit me up. Boom. So what you giving up, Q? <laughs> oh, you already know what I didn't give up. I do not do any NSA work, no loan signing work. Um, I just refuse to do it. I think that one of our top uh, episodes out there, the meddling middleman, um, explains it all for me. I don't like dealing with middlemen at all. Like, not at all. Um, I understand what their purpose is. However, I don't like having to rely on someone else to get work that's that, that's just kind of where i'm at with it um my experience with dealing with middlemen has not been uh the best <clears throat> you know throughout all of my career remember i i was a consultant for a number of years um and there was good relationships and there was bad relationships but there's always somebody that you're waiting on to get paid i'd rather just get paid for my customers up front um, I, there's also some issues with the loan signings that I, I personally have mental blocks up about. And the main thing being those terms and conditions, um, and the legalities of the contracts that we're signing with each one of the signing services. Now, this is just my take on things, how I see things, how my mind works. It just, it doesn't sit well for me. I don't like accepting a contract without knowing the, the without having full disclosure of the terms of the contract prior to accepting. I'm pretty sure that that's illegal. It invalidates a lot of contracts. Um, and so that's one of the reasons I stopped doing it. I stopped liking, I, 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 I really don't like uh, being told how to perform my, my, my job. Um, especially when I'm 1099, you can't really tell me how to do my job. Um, and just some of the requests that the signing services have that I was seeing, I just didn't want to do them. I, I'm, I'm a grown ass man, dog. Like I, I shouldn't be doing these things um, to justify uh, that I can do good work. I'm, I'm just not with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's why I refuse to take all the these kind of companies that want me to take tests and stuff. I'm like, look, I'm at almost 2,500 loan closings in five years and other notarial work. I'm not taking a test. Yeah, I I'm I'm not I'm not taking a test. I'm not being quizzed. 
any yeah. of that. Either either you trust me to to be able to do the job, or you don't. It's just that simple. I mean, what else more can I prove to you? You know that I know what I'm doing. Yeah. What is it about me that says that I don't know what I'm doing? And that's the other side of that question, and there's nothing. So, oh, I'm just, again. yeah, I'm just not. It, it doesn't. It, it's not something that I feel works well with who I am as a person and the type of business that I want to run. Um, you know, I didn't like getting alerts. Uh, you know, I pull up. You know, I'm always early to whatever appointment I go to. Um, just notorious. That's just kind of like a staple for Q. Q is always early. Um, but you know, let's say you're supposed to be there at four o'clock, four o'clock, mm-hmm. you know, three fifty-nine. I'm knocking on the door, and then at four o one, I'm getting a text message from a signing service. Has the signing started? <laughs> that make no sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get some talking about. Are you going to be on time? You know, I'm and the then one of them already in the house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, stepping this, away. What are you I'm talking about? Yeah, like, we're already getting started. What are you You're not about? on time with your notification. <laughs> yeah, yeah, asking me that. And I'm like, can y'all just leave? I'm, I'm telling y'all, there's some signing companies. When I get an order from them, I'm getting probably through the whole process about 15 emails from them. And it's unnecessary. It's like, I accept the order. I'm going to get it taken care of. I don't need to be reminded seven times right. to do so. Like you got to order tomorrow, but they're, t- they're they're emailing you today. Hey, why haven't you downloaded the documents yet? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And a couple of like, hey, um, download the documents so we can make note of it. Why do you need to make note when I download? You will see when I download yeah. the documents. Why do I have to download the right. documents? But then the other side that's been ticking me off is that I have early morning signings and I'm asking them for the documents the day before. And they're like, oh, well, they, they'll, they'll, they'll get them to you. And I'm like, well, if the, nah. if they ain't here by this no, no, time. No, 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 no. evening, canceled. I leave my house at I this time because I have a number of different appointments throughout the day. So this is Correct. the time I'm leaving my house. If you don't have it to me the evening before when I'm prepping for my route tomorrow, just send it to somebody else. I mean, right, and and what I've and done recently, I had to do that. You know, what I've done in the past is, if I, you know, I usually, if I don't get the document two hours prior, or at least an hour based on the location, I cancel the appointment. Like I've done that plenty of time. <laughs> I think probably that's why some signing companies I don't hear from them because I'm like, if I have to drive forty five minutes, and then it's in, you know, let's say the appointment's at four o'clock. It's two thirty. I don't have no documents. I don't need it. No, nope, like, I'm done. <laughs> like I don't need it. Let's cancel that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and well, there's a lot of that it. as well. Is as to why I don't do loan signings either. It's like if I'm sitting here waiting on somebody like to get me documents, I'm trying to help you out, but you're gonna give me the documents late and then rush me. Mm-hmm. I don't. Right. I don't. I don't work well under those conditions. I don't <clears> like to be managed. I'm one of those. I, I'll straight, I, I have no problem admitting that I don't like to be managed. I don't like to have a boss. Why do you think I work for myself? Yeah, because even recently somebody had, and I called him at nine, at eight, nine something at night, because I was just going to go and just have them take me off to order. They, they got this sheet in there. Now, this is in the, in the documents, the downloaded documents. 
if you can't get the signing, they wanted um, they wanted scan backs within an hour after the signing. I was like, uh uh-uh. They were like, yeah. And if you can't, you need to let us know. Here's the thing. What, so I called what them. defines an hour after the signing? What if the signing took an hour and a half? Mm-hmm. Just because they wanted yeah, to read everything. At what point are you really expecting the, 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 the scan backs? Right. And then they, but then they got, you know, I think my, my signing was at 11 and they was like 1130 and they was like, scans need to be, no, 1230 and it's like scans need to be back to us by 230. I was like, nah, I said, I can't do that. I said, y'all can, y'all gonna have to find somebody. No. And then they claim, and it's just them talking smack. Well, you know, you can, no, no, we understand this, that, and the other. I said, well, I don't, I said, how do I know? I said, because in the order itself, in I think it was in some um, snap docs, I said, there's nothing in there that talks about it has to be done in an hour or you're going to, you know, oh, this what they also said was that there might be a fee reduction and I might be, you know, um, banned from doing closings with them. I was ban like, oh, me. you going to, I said, well, then y'all can keep this. Ban me now. Y'all can keep yeah. that. Matter of fact. I was like, no, 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 no. I don't need to be threatened, okay? You know, because I'm an adult. Threaten, threaten me, me when I screw up. I, I, I'd say here, ban me. Take a screenshot of your little ban list. You can black out all the other names. Just I want to see my name on the ban list so I could probably stare at it because f y'all. <laughs> and I'm like, man. But see, this goes back to all of these pandemic notaries and i know folk don't like hearing me say that but that's what it is the pandemic (laughs) notaries because nobody put people in check nobody checked those folks nah you do that's right man that's right girl you tell them you ain't got to do that that's right hold them scan backs and get more money all that stuff made it difficult now and everything and then you have these little weak sorry trainers out here and mentors that would made it bad. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And now people and that and a bunch of people are running away from the business because they can't well they 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 can't handle no. it. So it leaves them with these, in my opinion, archaic policies in place to deal with these bad notaries, which you probably are left now with some very, very good notaries and you won't change your policies. You're dealing with me now in 2023, like it's 2020 and 2021 with all of these jacked up notaries out here, you know, and that's that's the part that I'm like, you know what? Y'all can have this. So I don't expect to ever get another order from them. Yeah, it's not, just, yeah, it's not worth it. Doing the work was, yeah, the, the work the closing easy, itself yeah, wasn't December, a problem. I, I, I have absolutely no problem doing the work. I love doing the it's work. The people. It's the people. It's, the, it's, like it's the people. It's the process. It's the entire everything outside of being a notary that I don't like about it, which is why I decided to just step away from it because it was causing issues for me. I'd call Griffin. I'd be upset. You know, I, I'd be upset looking at the orders. It was bringing really negative energy into my life dealing with it. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. Yeah, which is, which you know, it's not like like it's not worth it. It's really not like. I've had my share with bad signing um, service company, and it's usually the person. It's, it's usually the scheduler. You know, they they usually the one that's giving you a hard time. And then, just like you say, um, Q, like the notary aspect of it, it's fairly easy. It's, it's all the extra nonsense. 
you know it's really uncalled for yeah it's the sitting there prepping documents and getting four pages of, of instructions that have absolutely nothing to do with this signing yeah <laughs> yeah and now lately it's been i'm about to leave my house and they're like oh we forgot to include we forgot to include i'm like really yeah so they're well, not even doing their they job do. properly but they expect you to be on top of things right yeah we also that's the thing and then the, now one that really got me and i know this will burn q the company they actually had in there you're going to be docked a dollar for every minute you're late <laughs> hell no to the no 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 hell to the no and i'm nah. like really i'm like really i'm like things Happen. Late to the signing, and as long as it crib, gets crib. done. Yeah, late okay. To the I just want to make sure you're late. Relate to the I'm, signing I'm or late, late to the scan back. So that's that's not even an issue. I'm never late to anything, but still, just the the, the principle of it. The audacity to be told, like, oh, if I'm a minute late. Yeah. What about the school bus? You got school buses. You got breakdowns. You got construction. Bad weather. Road. You got uh accidents that could happen you might have to pull over because you got four cop cars speeding past you and like you, yeah you know. that makes no sense that made no sense that's the company right there griff i would block like i, I, would, <laughs> I would block I'm, them from calling me in common sense yeah and i've had to come off of some signage recently because like the other day the, the weather was real bad I had five signings. I already had all my documents for everything, and I'm sitting here waiting. I'm like, and I told him, I said, look, if y'all not going to have the documents by this time, just take me off because I got to go to this location to get things done, and it's doing rush hour traffic. So if it's if the documents aren't going to be available like within the next 15 minutes, you're going to have to take yeah. me off because. I'm going to be late to them if I go do my signing and then I got to come all the way back to print and it wasn't and with the weather there was no need of carrying the um the printer mm-hmm. in the back of the car or none of that and I even got some of the companies say well you have a mobile printer yeah I have a mobile printer but it don't mean that I will be in a position to actually use it I mean I'll be a printer or scanner you know I said are y'all gonna pay me I a have premium, to see are y'all gonna pay me a premium fee for that premium service <laughs> how about that right I might have so one but are you paying us. for that service right so they already know the documents are going to be late. So they're telling you the documents are going to be late. So I'm like, okay, now. So this is what I keep trying to get notaries to understand that when you got, when you talk about really being full time and you got five or six closings, you know, I don't have a problem coming back, but it's like, okay, y'all could get the documents to me. Talk to the title company, let them know. And I let them know. I say, hey, look, I got five signs. I tell them, I, say, I got signs at this time, this time, this time. Yours is at that time. It would be great if I could go ahead on and have your documents so that when I leave, I don't have to come back to try to get those printed and end up being late since y'all don't want anybody being late. So empower me to not be late by getting the documents together. Yeah. That's all you got to do. And for some reason, you know, that the signing company will say, well, that's not on us. That's up to the title company. Okay. Yeah, but most then of the time, they need to call the title yeah, company. Most and of the time, they're the not. Man, like yeah, exactly. They're not communicating. Right. And I understand that. 
I understand that fully, but I'm like, okay, then let me talk to, no, 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 you have to talk to us. But then y'all are not willing to go put pressure on them to get the thing together for me. Because there's been times where I've called the title company anyway, and they're like, oh, you need the document? Okay, no problem. And they have them. They actually have them. And they're like, oh, no problem, we're going to upload. But here's what I believe is happening. The signing company is saying, don't upload them until this time. Yep, most likely. That's what they're doing. Because I believe what they're concerned about, if we upload them now, and then you print them early, and then they get canceled, you're gonna want a print fee. So they're trying to avoid the print <laughs> fee by saying, don't, we're not gonna upload the documents until this time. But then you want me to sit here and try to review through the documents? Yeah and make sure names are spelled correctly and socials and phone numbers and all of that. No, I mean, I don't do that anyway, because I mean, that's the person who put the documents together job, you know, because if you send me the order, the name on the order wrong, it's supposed to be green with an E at the end of the end and you don't put it. And then the documents don't have, how would I know? Yeah, that's your fault. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How would I know that, oh, I see green in the order, G-R-E-E-N, green on the document, G-R-E-E-N. And then I get there, it's green with an E at the end. <laughs> so I done, spent, I, I done spent 20 minutes reviewing something and it was wrong yeah, for me they, to get there. <laughs> huh? yeah. that, that, that's, yeah. that's the thing. What? <laughs> <Boy. laughs> rang the bell. <laughs> Your fan didn't even hear the bell ring. Nope. I heard the bell ring. I'm immune to it. <laughs> oh, man. That was so funny. Shoot. Oh, oh man. Man, please. And, just and, just and, stop blocking and, and now you understand why I walked away from that. I I just don't want to do it. Yeah, just to, just start I'm blocking cool. them, Griff. I think I have close to 80 block numbers and half of them on signing companies and you know regular um, clients that be calling with nonsense look it's your business you know you don't need someone to tell you you know how to run your business like yeah just block them they forget that they forget we're business owners we're not w2 employees and that's again it's about control it is they're trying to have control, control over the notary and they don't have control. See, that's the thing. They're in, the signing company is in a position to where they truly don't control us. They're just a facilitator to get the, 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 to get the orders to us. But they literally and legally do not control us. They can make suggestions, all of that. But as 1099s, it is up to us to figure out how we are going to get the job done. Yeah. Right. So you send me the order. I know what I'm supposed to do and I go do it. And then they're like, well, you need to say this and you need to do this and you need to present. You don't have to tell me any of that. All you need to do is just let me know. This is what I got the order. I'm going to go do it. You need a notary, but that's what you hired me. That's yep, the only that's reason it. why you got me there. So I go do my notary thing. 
It's important. Yeah, of course, common sense will say dress professional and this, that, and this. Don't go there with little jumpsuits <laughs> on and flip-flops. I got that. Okay? I got that. You know, don't go there with, you know, halter tops on or go there with, you know, the guys, you know, in biker shorts and stuff that's two size, too small. Don't do that. Okay? Yeah, got nah, that. that's common sense. But when it comes to doing the job, well, make sure you show up 15 minutes. I don't need to be no. told to show up 15 minutes early. There's no need for it. Because I'm out here doing other orders and I might not be able to get there 15 minutes yeah, early. And, 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 and I should not be punished for that. What, what everyone else needs to know is um, if you're treating this as a business, you have every right to cancel the appointment. Like you're not, Correct. like don't let them force you to do something after they are being disrespectful and unprofessional. Like if they, if, if it gets to that level, just cancel the appointment. So what they got to fire you? And I've done that. <laughs> what they got to fire you? <laughs> Let's cancel the appointment. There's no yeah. need to put, put up yeah. with that nonsense. No, I have had to do that. And this this year, I've had to take myself off of more orders this year than I have the whole four years prior because it's just, I mean, I've had to have conversations with the companies. You know, they'll tell me that the order, that I need witnesses, but I'm sitting here, I'm like, I'm not in a witness state because you got the state as Virginia that the, that the um, property is in. Oh no, the property is in Florida. I'm like, that's not what the order says. Well, it is. I'm like, well then update the order. Yep. Put the put the correct property you address mad, in there. Uh, you mad, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, do things correctly because the address is a part of the order. I'm supposed to make sure that with the property that they're buying, selling, refinancing is the correct property. But if you got it as, you know, one, two, three, Sycamore Street in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and Virginia Beach doesn't, and Virginia doesn't require witnesses, you know, you got me looking at the wrong thing and I go telling them, hey, you got such and such in Virginia, they're like, no, that's not the property. What are you talking about? We're buying a property down in Sarasota, Florida. Well, they got me, to, they told me that you're buying a property here in Virginia. No, and that makes me look bad. Take That's care, the problem. And they're, and they're just sitting there like, well, well, the title company said it's in Florida. Okay, if it is, then put the proper address in there. Is that simple? Just like you want me to put my stamp on the document? Put the address in there so that I would know what's going on. Everybody needs to do stuff correctly and not just be sitting up here jerry-rigging this mess. Yeah. I'm All right. Well... No, because this stuff is what getting new notaries on blacklisted because they don't they don't have they're not thinking in the way I'm thinking no, they're not, and analyzing it. Not. And then that same sign. There's only one grip. There's only one grip. So let's uh, just put I it don't, out. I see. I don't think this boy's got all his marble. <laughs> so to save face, I mean, let's just be real. And I'm gonna show up after this. <laughs> the signing company is going to it's do whatever they can to help. save face. <laughs> and if you done messed up, they're going to do what they can to save face by saying you're blacklisted. Yep. And it could have been an innocent mistake, very innocent. And it could be the signing company's fault. Nine times out of 10, it's the signing company's fault, Griff. Nine times out of 10, it's the signing. If you listen to this, 
<laughs> so I'm trying to get things done. I'm being honest. And I told him, I said, look, I just want y'all to put the put the stuff in the order right. Because there's a new notary out here who's not going to understand this. And they're going to make a mistake. Y'all going to look bad. Y'all going to want to blacklist them. And that ain't right. Because y'all forgot to do something or y'all just failed to do it. Let's do stuff correctly. You want us to do it correctly? Y'all need to do it correctly. Oh, yeah. Let's screw you guys. I'm going home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Griffith's fed up. Now the sign that comes is gonna be mad at me. Griffith's fed up. That old oh. man. Hey, no, but it's Griff, baby. That's right, me. All right, Griff. We gotta go. I'm not asking you if you have anything else to say, Matthew. Do you have anything else to say? No, man. I'm just, I'm just happy to be back, fellas. You know, glad to be back. <laughs> it's nice to have About you back. Time you showed up, Griff. You have plenty to say, but we're not listening to it tonight. Hey, guys, love your life, love your business, love yourselves. We're out of here, y'all. Unsealed, put the stamp down and stop in front of the mic. Here we go. Take the game over. We yeah. home now. We soldiers. Griff, Matherin, and Q, the podcast. You can't hold us. Y'all heard the word. Y'all heard the word. Griff, Matherin, and Q. Yeah, we on a verse. So diverse with no rehearse. That's how we work. Authentic when we give it. If we said it, then we meant it. Not to be confused with other people's views. They get it how they get it, and we get it how we do. Look, homie, this a whole different game. We got a whole different aim. We in a whole different lane. Yeah. We know the reason unsealed. This my everyday life. We know the reason unsealed. Everyday I hustle out here living it right. We know the reason unsealed. Put the stamp down and step in front of the mic. Took the game over, we home now. We soldiers. Riff, Master, and Q, the podcast, you can't hold us. We know the reason unsealed. Life.